Uh, hello and welcome to this edition of Meanwhile in the Falklands. I'm Kyle Nappett. I'm Hannah Newton. And I'm Thomas Stockton. And it's been a busy week for us, it again. It's been a very busy week for us, hasn't it? Mainly because we had so many car troubles, like at the beginning of the week. Oh, oh. lordy. Lordy, <laughs> lordy. We had no car over the weekend, so we had to do walking, yep, which was walking the most everywhere. difficult form of exercise <laughs> ever. <laughs> How was the weather over the weekend, though? I thought it was all right, wasn't it? I can't remember. I, I can't mean, remember. I can't remember I was in a car. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> but those poor boys at the garage, they were up yeah, late on the Monday night. They were working, working the car, their butts off. They? Yeah, they were trying. Um, well, they because I had a trip to North Arm on the Tuesday because I was going to artificially inseminate some sheep. Did you actually Not inseminate? <laughs> well, I looked down the lens of this lap laparoscopic tubey thing yeah. and saw an ovary, which nice. was a bit odd. Was that exactly what you thought it looked like? Well, actually, it was no. It was <laughs> quite funny because I, I expected it to be a little bit more blood and guts and this and yeah, that, but yeah. actually it's so quick and they're so good at the process. Mm -hmm. And Michaela, um, the lady who's come from Australia to do um, the insemination, she's done so many sheep and she's done it for so many years that she's so quick with them. Like she can get at least one sheep done yeah, she in a must minute. Be a proper do you know what I mean? It's crazy. So they, they put these two, I don't know what to call them. They pumped these two thi proddy things. Well, they yeah, syringes. <laughs> just, no, just, just for the like... listener's benefit, Hannah is very much just <laughs> stabbing into the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the sheep's like strapped in a cradle upside down, and they put these two um, things in syringy kind of things in, in the um, sheep's ovaries, and then they take a sample of semen on a straw pipette thing, put it down this tube, nice. and tap it once when it goes in one side and once in the other side to make sure that the sperm has gone into the the ovaries yeah. and into the egg um and then literally it's whack these things out and the sheep's on their way hmm. which is quite cool um sounds pretty cool did you <laughs> <laughs> sorry tom, tom, tom's doing the keeping tom filming, filming me trying to just stick in it I just felt that anyone who might be watching along on YouTube might thoroughly enjoy <laughs> Hannah's hand motions there. <laughs> but no, watch the show next week because that yeah. will be the full-blown report on it. You, but it was terribly interesting. You were saying you did some like hands-on stuff oh, while I you were did. there. I don't know if I want to disclose <laughs> what I did. I helped out, um, I'm going to drop the name, Donna Evans. I helped her, she's a very lovely lady. She was uh, collecting the fresh ram semen. It was a very uh, interesting Lovely process. Yeah. Um, so I went and had a quick go, but I was a bit squeamish and didn't really. I don't she, blame she you. She does to be another honest. form of yes, AI, doesn't she? Yes, she does cervical um, AI, which is a different way of doing it, um, and it's more hands-on. You don't have to be a vet to do it, and you can learn to do it yourself. Okay. Um, but but her way sounds quite interesting. Her way is more like a natural way instead mm. of having to sedate the sheep and things like that. Yeah. Um, but. I think she was saying if we wanted to follow up, maybe you can follow up in a couple of months and see, yeah. and we'll compare the differences between the two. I don't know why well, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the recorder <laughs> as if someone's in there. We can compare the two different differences between the two different forms of AI and what's better. Because yeah. I was asking about the um, uh, what the rate of fertility is between the two um, and actually fertilising the egg. And um, I think they're fairly close okay. in terms of which, which way is best. It's just... Different. One must be a bit more time-consuming, mm. though, as well. If you're saying the other one's like one a minute, yeah, yeah, takes yeah. a whole new look at then the show. Then it's experience as well, minute, isn't it? it? Yeah. yeah, like how long you've been doing it and things mm -hmm. like that. Like, more I practice believe you get. How quick. But Michaela, her background is she was brought up on a sheep farm, I think, and so things like this, and has always been in that farmy kind of um, environment. environment. Yeah. So yeah. she knows what she's 
she's doing down to the tea. But I was so impressed. And it's all like a pop-up laboratory she's got almost. It's really cool. Really, really cool. It sounds pretty interesting. So you have to watch the show next week, everyone who's listening. <laughs> That'll be episode 429. Yeah. 429. Yes. <laughs> One that's not out yet. Not <laughs> out yet. All you next can week's, about next sheep. Week's show be good. Really interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to do it again. Yeah. But we'll see. So Hannah's been out... Um, Gallivanting. Gallivanting with sheep <laughs> out into the island. And the car and didn't the break wilderness. down. And the car didn't break down, which I know. is good. Which means that the guys in the garage did an excellent job making sure big ups, it was... Big ups yes. to Stanley Services Garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, some, there, there's some great mechanics in yeah. there. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're lovely. Lovely chaps. And one of them's actually doing the Three Peaks Challenge. Oh, that's good. We were looking for people doing the Three Peaks Challenge. Yes. So, listener, if anyone's doing the Three Peaks Challenge... Please let us know. ...would like to be filmed doing their special training or if you're eating anything especially proteiny or yeah. whatever are you, are special you bulking? diet yeah bulking <laughs> for the three peaks do let us know exactly <laughs> well while hannah was running up to north farm to go see some sheep i think tom you were looking at some explosions weren't you this week uh, i was well i was looking into some detonations just indeed so as it always is um it's it's not particularly <laughs> surprising at all uh, it does come up, but it's always quite a shock when it does. The, the remnants of 1982 still still come up now and then, especially when some digging's been going on, any construction work. Uh, and this week, two devices from 1982 were found uh, in the Stanley area. One was found by someone walking their dog oh out by Cape Pembroke. Yeah, that's a bit scary. Is that dog? Yeah, well, yeah. Right? So it's a muzzle-propelled grenade, I believe, oh, uh, that's is what they called that that's one. That's not what you want to find out on a dog walk, because you can mm. imagine if the dog thought it was like yeah. a ball or something, mm. and then ran over to it. Comes running back with yeah. it. <laughs> was hot, it on the park? Was it hot potato, um, just off the road, yeah. Really? Just off the Jesus. road. So they found that, and they detonate the EOD came down from Mount Pleasant with the uh, Royal Falkland Islands Police, and they detonated that. And then about two hours later, they got a phone call from the team that's up at the training center that's doing the construction work up there to say they found like a, I think it was an anti-aircraft oh, round. Jesus. So they had to take that and they took that over to Cape Pembroke where they detonated earlier on in the day and, and got rid of that one as well. Because I wonder whether it's something to do with the weather because we've been yeah. having a lot of wet weather and things like that. And Maybe whether the weather washes the soil, away yeah. and turns up the soil mm. and then things become more visible than yeah, you wouldn't normally see with the naked well. eye. Because I was thinking how often is it that things like that are found in Stanley because I would have thought this whole area would have been cleared out well like it did happen six it did or happen seven last times. year there was a point of where um, last year up near um, the one of the cafes Crozier Place Cafe yeah. there was one um, and the EOD had to come down and but I mean when you think about it there was one on the news recently in, in London mm. um, yeah. you see they're digging up they're still digging yeah, up always find stuff World War II stuff War II. Anyway. So, so it's not as shocking as perhaps like we mm. think it is immediately like, yeah I don't know about you guys, but I, I hear Bob scare and I'm like, <laughs> top story, oh, go, go, go. Oh my God. Yeah. I, was, I was living in Coventry and they were, there was a bomb scare because they found an old World War II um, shell or something. Uh, I think they were, cause they were, they were building, a, building a new building and they found an old World War II shell in there. There was a big bomb scare on the camp, on Coventry University campus, which was a bit scary. But also, it, it's like, I think it's scary because if, it's, if you find something like that in your back garden, no, yeah. you kind of think, oh my God, Jesus. Yeah, what do like, I do with what, this? I mean, if you're digging up in the garden or doing some gardening, all of a sudden you hit it. I don't know what the likelihood is because it's so old of it actually exploding straight away. But yeah. I don't know. You never I think know. they can be a bit temperamental, can't they? Mm. So, I'm, but I'm no bomb expert. I'm not, so. I'm not a fan <laughs> of bombs. I well, say. we can we can we can confirm that there were no 
unscheduled no detonations. No fatalities. <laughs> yeah, no injuries, no fatalities uh, touch wood. this week. The, we always say touch wood. Well, we have this no week, we've got a couple of hours left. Let's <laughs> not jinx it in the next 12 hours. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, chat to the uh, Royal, For Royal Falkland Islands police about that. And uh, they seemed they seemed all very calm about the yeah. matter and calmed me down anyway. <laughs> Apparently it was getting in the way of some people looking at some whales out on the coast. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, like that will bring well, us on to rapid yes. arms. Yeah, that that will, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, watches were up in arms. Yeah, Cape Pembroke was a popular destination apparently this yeah. week. Not only for the bombs. Yeah, the southern right whales have made their first appearance this year. So they—that's three years in a row now. They've come down to mate um, off the coast of the Falkland Islands, um, having not been around here for like a decade beforehand or something like that. So. Um, oh, so yeah, the I know the FC, the Falklands Conservation Crew, had been out looking for them. They were doing half an hour a day um, for like the last five, six months, um, trying to see if they'd turn up during the season. And there was, oh, no, maybe they're not going to come back this year. And yeah, and just they turned up. Out, of, out of the blue, of ironically the <laughs> enough, uh, they turned up. And um, it was a, uh, a, a massive whale of a good yeah. time. Oh, <laughs> People cool. had a whale of a time. Yeah. <laughs> but the photographs look really cool. Yeah, the photographs look lovely. Um, and it makes a nice segue for what I've been doing this week. What have you is, been doing this week? Oh, I've here been, we go. A slightly more morbid. <laughs> somber, somber tone here. This is, yeah, it feels like it's a bit of a somber than morbid show today. Mm. We've got explosions and now we've got tons of stuff about whale strandings. So there's been a bunch of whale strandings in the past few months and they're, they're making a new action plan about how to deal with them and how to get all the different... Uh, like conservation companies mm -hmm. and ocean companies here in the Falklands to work together to well, research into them. There are so many them. individual groups. Yeah, exactly. Because there's SILI, there's Falklands Conservation, there's the Fisheries Department, and then um, I think there's the Environmental Yeah, Committee. the Environmental well, Committee. We must have a lot of external research institutes outside yeah, of exactly. as well who want to They all want to have a look at it. Samples sent out to them and things. Yeah, because I was talking to Caroline and she was saying that um, apparently a lot of the stuff they know about whales comes from strandings and stuff because it's the easiest way to get samples. But oh, so it makes it quite important and for them to find them. Caroline, Caroline from, Weir, from, from the Falklands Conservation. Conservation. Yeah. And Whale am I right in saying yeah. they Whale use expert. the um, they sample the teeth as well as a they take a blubber sample like a skin sample yeah. with a bit of blubber in, and they take a tooth to find out how old the whale was, so they can split the tooth yeah, in half I think so, and yeah. look at the, the age. Um, what like on a tree? Yeah, yeah like, like on a tree from things. like the trunks. Yeah. Because with mm. um, with fish, you look at otoliths. Otoliths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the fish, it's the bones, their yeah. ear bones. Mm. And through that, you can tell on the rings by the ear bones, not only how old the fish is, but also during which part of its life cycle it was further down towards the bottom oh, of the wow. ocean yeah. or further up, depending oh, on how dark it is. Yeah. yeah so the bone is denser uh, the further down it is in the ocean as it's holding itself down there and it's lighter and when it's high when it's living higher up that's in the water oh, that's so cool. you can't yeah you not only find out how old it is but also during its life cycle how far up like, yeah. but in I the guess water column I wonder it's if that's something to do with like the pressure of the water because you know when we be, swim yeah. when we go under water and your ear pressure the lower yeah. you get the, the more ah, it's probably it gets the pressure and maybe the bone is adapting yeah. to the environment that it's well, to know all about that hunt back through all of the yeah, FIT yeah. episodes and find the lovely Tom Busbridge from the fisheries office. department. Yeah. He did a uh, he did a whole piece with, uh, it would be two years ago, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was a while now. back now. Uh, did a whole whole piece explaining on how, how they look at otoliths and uh, how it all works. See, this is really good because I know nothing about fish and nothing <laughs> about whales and I made such a fool of myself when I went down to talk to Caroline because she was talking to me about some whales. What and then say whales. Say whales or sigh whales, as I've now learned. 
When I was down there, I was looking at this poster and went, oh yeah, well, I've never really heard of SEI whales before. And SEI, whale, SEI is the way you spell Sci Whale. And she, she could not stop laughing. She, she went, I think that's the first time I've ever heard someone call it that. And mm. you're so incorrect. But I just, I just love that your brain went. I don't know how to say this word. See, that's what she said as well. <laughs> so rather than just blurting it out <laughs> in a way that you think might be right, you spelt it. See, <laughs> I don't no, no say W H A L E S. <laughs> in my, in my defence, I thought it was an abbreviation for like a whole class, like a classification of uh, whale or something like that. Because I was like, maybe it's I don't know, South Endangered Islands whale. I don't <laughs> No, something like that. But no, Caroline had a good old laugh. And then I, and then I further humiliated myself because she was showing me this dolphin that had washed ashore, this hourglass dolphin, that had this the most beautiful black and white pattern on it. And I was like, wow, that looks really nice. It kind of looks like a killer whale. And she went, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so everyone, it's just because it's black and white, everyone thinks it looks like a killer whale. It does not look like a killer whale. should have said I should have said yeah. panda. Yeah. That but would have been better. I, the only reason she got uptight about it is because it's her favourite species of animal in the entire yeah, world. Yeah, no, exactly. So, it's the only yeah, thing she's concept, dedicated yeah. her life to. So, yeah. you know, having someone completely ignorant walk in <laughs> <laughs> and start spouting absolute rubbish. But, um, but yeah. It's all right, a... we have to deal with that on a daily basis. No, exactly, exactly. My, I, More my... as in, like, us inflicting it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, my whole life is just me doing humiliating things, <laughs> so I'm used to it by this point. But, um... <laughs> but yeah, I was also going to say the other big news this week is that the royal baby was born. Oh, yes Archie. 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 Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor, I think oh, is his full Lord. name. What a load of pomp. <laughs> I don't know, I, I'm not a big fan see, of the royal family. See, I agree <gasps> with you. I agree with you in that you're saying that it's a load of pomp because a couple of those names in there are as well. But is he actually called Archie or is that an abbreviation it's, of his name? No, it's, no they've, it's Archie. So he's not an archer or an archibald no. that they're calling Archie. I, They've outright called him Archie. I have read multiple articles analysing his name to the nth degree, and it's Archie Harrison um, Mountbatten-Windsor. Oh, you see, that infuriates me to <laughs> no end. So it's like, if my parents had named me, and no offence if you're called this, and I'm sorry <laughs> if you're, but if my parents had named me Tom on my birth certificate, I actually, like right now, I'd, be, I'd genuinely be annoyed. Uh, I, I'm ra I'd rather go by, t I'd rather have Thomas, because then it's my decision whether I want to be a Thomas, or yeah. a Tom, or a Tommy. 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 I, so I'm, Tommy I'm not Tommy. The only, person hey, calls, Tommy. the only person that calls me Tommy is my granddad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the only one that can get away with it. Oh but Because you've got quite, you don't really, you've got a really short name, don't you? I've like just got Kyle. Kyle. But like, for example, if someone mm. called you, if you'd been called Han, Han instead Han. of Hannah. <laughs> like, why? There's no, there's, that's no that's weird. there's no need. Like, I think oh, yeah. always give the, like on the birth certificate, give the full name and then they can choose to abbreviate Yeah, you can choose it. if you want a nickname What do we think yeah. on double barrel surname? Double barrel? I, I like I don't a double barrel. I like it. It's I like a bit raw, isn't it? I yeah. quite like a double barrel. It's interesting. Although but I feel Mountbatten Windsor is a bit of a, it's <laughs> a bit of a mouthful. What's your middle name? My, I have two middle names. Oh yeah. That's my That is pomp. My full name is Kyle Robert Irvine Nappet. Irvine. Irvine. Cool Irvine is Irish. Crick. And it's my Crick. Crick. Yes. Crick. Yes. <laughs> See, um. Because you're KK, aren't you? I'm KK, and it's fortunate that my middle name does not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was Which say. is what I always say. <laughs> Although, speaking of names, my dad wanted to call me. Oh, what did he want to call me? Um, Albert. And I don't Albie. know why. Albie's no, I do know why. It's because he because he thought, oh, Albert Einstein's smart, so I'll name him Albert, <laughs> and then he'll be smart as well. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but who looks at their kid and goes, 
That's Albert. Albert. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, mate. Sorry, no. sorry well. to Carl's dad. <laughs> I feel like names do fluctuate like throughout, throughout time, yeah, don't they? Yeah. I, I, I read an article the other day that no child in England since 1994 has been named Gary. Oh. The name Gary has like no newborn baby since 1994 has been to named fair, Gary. Gary's no a way. pretty yeah. Gary's a pretty yeah. bad name though. I don't like that. Gaza. 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 I was gonna say, are there any names that you particularly don't like, Hannah? Gary probably won't be to be Irvine. <laughs> 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 I'm not really a big fan of old-fashioned names. No, it? neither am I. Really. I love the name Oscar. That's the name I'd go for if I didn't go kid. Oscar's quite nice. But no. See, the only thing that annoys me about names is when people spell them unnecessarily badly or weirdly. Like, there was someone that, na- that called, their ch- they called their child Caitlin. Caitlin, that's a yeah. nice name. Oh. Yeah. But it was spelt K, then the Roman numeral for eight, and then oh, Lynn on the end. Oh, that's, yeah, no. And it's like, it's like, um, what? Coldplay, Coldplay guy. Yeah. Chris Martin calling his kids Apple and Blossom or whatever it is. Yeah, you know? well, See, and Kanye West. Yeah. North. Yeah. See, Apple and Blossom, that's fine. Those are like words. But North. But Northwest. Northwest. Come on. I'm yeah. only annoyed because anno- the, the rest of the kids aren't named West West, South West, and then <laughs> East West. Because that would have been better. That would have been sticks much, them much in those wings of their mansion. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he had a bit West, too much West, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, it must be difficult to choose names, though, for, for babies. People go down that long popularity yeah. list, don't they? But one of the most popular names, actually, in the UK is Mohammed. Yeah. There we go. Fun Makes oh, sense. It is, I quite it? like the name Mo. Well, yeah, yeah, I think it's the, yeah. most, it's the most popular name worldwide. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. And then the most second pop, the most second, yeah, most second, the most popular second name is like Lee or something like that because yeah. it's China. Oh, is it? And well, you got China, uh, Korea, yeah. and all of the all of the other Asian yeah. countries that utilise similar names. Yeah. <laughs> low, low, quite low, low down. down actually. Quite low down. I think Thomas is quite low down. Yeah, Thomas is quite popular though. It, yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. I think it is. A lot of Toms. I, I'm not hipster enough yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should go by my middle names. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I was going to go on to our, our next section, which is our new Would You Lather section. But we started off last week. Yes. And it invited I quite a, po- quite I a bit of debate. Yeah, I took over the Would You Rather. There's our ukulele sting. That sounded far more like a bell. Paula, come back. Come back. You've been promising it for weeks. Um, but right, Carla, I have, what would you rather I have this a, week? I have a would you rather for you, for you and Hannah, Tom. Um, would you rather only use a touchscreen for the rest of your life, or With only for for any electronic you have, you okay. have to use a touchscreen, or for any electronic you have, you have to use a keyboard and mouse? So what? Even like an electric toothbrush, you have a touchscreen for it. Yeah, to turn it on or turn it off or change the settings on it. I suppose. So anything electronic, like phone chargers, you touch screen on the plug. Yep. Or like on what your about f- car? If you're driving a car, is you have to touch screen yeah, to touch drive screen. it? What, Teslas? Yeah, Teslas. Tesla cars, they're all touch yeah. screen. They, you, you touch the screen to open the door. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I don't like the idea of not being able to drive. Or would you like to get into a car with a keyboard and mouse attached? <laughs> 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 Sorry, let me just load up my playlist. <laughs> Or like using your mobile phone, using having to use a keyboard and mouse with it. Not uh, being I think I think I'd ha- I'd have okay. to say touch I'd have to say touchscreen mm. for everything, even though for a lot of things it would infuriate yeah. me. Yeah. I think that the keyboard and mouse would just annoy me so much more. <laughs> Though there is something, I find something really satisfying about a keyboard. But wait, is it a wireless keyboard and mouse? Because this changes it. Could, it it could be wireless. wireless. It doesn't have to be, it just has to be a keyboard and mouse. Oh, it can so be can wireless. Oh, it be a touch screen 
keyboard and mouse. Brilliant. No, it has to be a physical. But have you have you seen those um, those sort of like uh, those videos where it's like future technology where like you turn something on your wrist and you oh, yeah, it, and, and, it's, and the, it's like a hologram the keyboard, the keyboard. comes up as a hologram and you can type. No, that, no. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to limit to a physical <laughs> keyboard and mouse. That yeah. it can be wired or not wired, it's fine. <laughs> But it has to be a physical keyboard and mouse. And it's everything electrical. So um, even if I wanted to make a cup of tea, yeah, you had, I have you'd to have use to like... a keyboard and mouse and be like, <laughs> press the word tea on the keyboard. But what would happen with the touchscreen? Would the touchscreen be on the kettle? And yes, then you'd have to turn yourself. Yeah, exactly. And therefore, would the kettle destroy the touchscreen? So you'd be replacing your, your the touchscreen. New, the new the Apple kettle. kettle. That's what Apple it is. Apple kettle. That is not eye kettle. Here we go. Eye kettle. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got to be touchscreen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As much as much as it would infuriate me, mm. but, but I really enjoy like a typewriter and, mm. a, and a, I just like a keyboard. There's something the satisfying of, about yeah. it. But the amount of germs in the keyboard. Yeah, that's it? true. But then the amount of germs on the touchscreen. Yeah, but the touchscreen would be your own personal devices, wouldn't it? Yeah. So you clean them more. I don't know. Or when when was the last time you cleaned the touchscreen? Oh yeah. I think one of the biggest Sorry. issues would be like a keyboard's not a small thing. Even the no. small keyboard. You could get one of those ones that roll up though. That's still a physical yeah, keyboard. Yeah, but that's a touchscreeny keyboard. Not really. No, it's not a touchscreen. Like hey, this, mm. this is Kyle's game. He this is my game. Here. Mm. <laughs> I've got to go touchscreen. I think. Okay. I Hannah's think, going yeah, touchscreen. Yeah, I think uh, this week we're we're in agreement. Yeah. In agreement. Yeah. I think touch, two on the touchscreen. Better than keyboards. Yes, indeed. Um. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I think that's, like, oh God, I've got to come up for my own. You've got to come up for one next, next week. week now, They're hard to think of. I oh. struggled with that one. I'm going to have to go really quite mundane. I think. <laughs> mm, it's difficult. It is difficult. It is. Sorry, I'm just looking. There's a lovely shirt and a tie on me. <laughs> I mean, is that yours? Well, I've got, I've got changed once in the office, and in about five minutes, I'm running away from the podcast and getting changed again to go and do Insanity. <laughs> so. Oh, well, I, no, because I was thinking, I was thinking of a quick would you rather. I know there's probably, probably no time for it, but. No, no, we'll save it. Save it. Save, save, save it next time. Not next week, because next week's Tom's, but the yeah. week after. Yeah. No, it's alright. You, you, you can do it next <laughs> week, it's alright. You can't get away from this. Yeah. Um, I think we'll finish up on our recommendations for the week. Um, I'll let Tom go first, <laughs> because he was struggling earlier. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking. Um, uh, I think I'd have to go, based on the things I actually looked at this morning, you're involved with all of it, Carl, yep. anyway. So <laughs> my recommendation would be, if you haven't watched it, or if you haven't watched it in a long time... If you steal my recommendation here! <laughs> no, if, no, if you haven't watched it, or if you haven't watched it in a very long time, get yourself onto Google and type in Teletubbies, oh my the, God, bear yes. the, lion, the Bear and the, the Lion, the five-minute compilation of The Bear and the Lion, <laughs> because it's an was, experience yeah it was a traumatic childish yeah. throwback because how on earth I used to enjoy that television show as a kid <laughs> I have no idea so oh. if you've never watched Teletubbies because you're of a generation before or after or if you're of the Teletubby generation and you just haven't thought about it in a while do yourself a favour get on YouTube and watch that video today <laughs> That's my recommendation. That's Tom's one. Hannah, what are you uh, recommending? Mine's really morbid. On <laughs> going from Teletubbies to watch Chernobyl on HBO. Chernobyl's pretty good. Uh, it's a new series on Chernobyl, and it came out, was it, last Monday it was out, wasn't it, at 9, 10 o'clock? Uh, really good cast. Although the dad from Friday Night Dinner's in it, playing a very serious part, which is yeah. a bit... A little bit odd, but... Um, Maybe he's trying to branch out. I know, it was a little bit like, are you looking for an Oscar, mate? Um, <laughs> it was really good, though. Very dark, um, but worth a watch, I think. And it'll be it'll be on for the next yeah. couple of weeks. Isn't it? The first like, episode was a little bit yeah. slow. Um, I think there's five episodes. And it's quite... 
I don't know, you learn, you're learning a lot about mm. Chernobyl disaster. I don't, personally, I didn't know much about it at all. Uh, not saying it's an educational documentary and take it for fact. No, it is but a drama. it's really, really, really yeah. good. And it's, the way they did, they've done it, you kind of, you're flitting between different people and different stories. So you can tell you're going to be led into mm. different characters that you'll be yeah, invested yeah. in, which... And I wonder I mean, if you're people. listening in the UK, it must be, maybe not right now, but mm. it must be coming on Sky. Oh, yeah, Atlantic. definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. That, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely up there now. That's really good. Yeah. And it's got a British cast as well, full British cast. Didn't think, didn't realise that. Big up, Britain. Uh, uh, Alright, Kyle, hit us. <laughs> hit us with um, your recommendation. I had a couple of recommendations, but I'm just no, going to choose can, one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend the, the podcast uh, Everything is Alive, which is a fiction podcast where they interview inanimate objects as if they were alive. <laughs> and it's actually really, really good. The most recent episode was... They were interviewing a set of Russian dolls, and the Russian dolls were talking about how it feels to sh sit on a shelf and how it feels to be like unscrewed and be put on the wrong way, and it was very funny. It was Can't, very interesting. You need to get alive. I, I do need to get alive, but <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was very really cool. No, that was really, really good. <laughs> Sorry, Carl's parents, if you're listening. I love you, <laughs> on that note, on that offensive note, um, we'll end it there. Um, if you want to listen to more of me on the Falklands, you can find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. <laughs> and if you're keeping up with. I thought you were going to say, if you want to listen to more of me. <laughs> okay, me. Only me. Carl's recommendation next week himself. Yes. <laughs> and if you're keeping up with us on Falcons in Focus, our TV new show, um, we're on week 428, and you can find it on full blown high definition on KTV 855, or you can subscribe to us online. Carl's or reading it off a piece of paper. I am reading it off his paper. What's the website? The website is fitv.co.fk. <laughs> there we go. All right. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.